It's the Real Estate Podcast, across every state, city and town of Australia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio and also Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Another Friday morning is rolled around. I'm feeling very generous, and I'll talk about my generosity in just a moment. It is the 8th day for July for 2022. It is a Friday, so coming up in just a moment, Rich Harvey is here and we're looking at what is happening in the real estate market with expats buying property and how many of the expat Australians have now left and returned back overseas. The impact of the brain drain, we'll also take a look at that on the Australian economy and crucially, also looking at the real estate impact of what these expats are doing to the property market. As I mentioned, I'm feeling quite generous, so listen up because I want you to go into the draw for the Hunter Valley prize that we're giving away. Too many prizes to mention this morning, but I'm going to give you seven of these secret words. The first one is mercure. I gave you that the other day. The second one is a loft. The third one is helicopter. The fourth is chocolate. The fifth is five. The sixth is red salt, and the seventh is awesome. So those are the secret words. All you have to do now is email to this email address, myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. And of course, make sure that you put your telephone number in just in case you're the winner. And of course, you've got to get that in by the end of tomorrow. Get that entry form in because you could win it. From first home buyers to property investors and everything in between. Every morning on The Real Estate Podcast. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. All right, let's have a look at your weather around Australia today. First, we go to Sydney. Great news for you. Sunny skies and a high of 15 degrees. Melbourne, the spectrum opposite, expecting showers and your top of 13. Brisbane, mainly fine and sunshine, a high of 20. And in Perth, some cloud cover, but it should be mainly dry today. Warm temperature of 23 degrees. I see on this day, the movie Inception, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, premieres in London. 12 years ago now, 2010, that was a bit of a surprise. And everybody's favourite group from the 1990s, they debuted with their single on this day in 1996 with Wannabe and the band, of course, the Spice Girls. Grab your coffee and switch on your real estate breakfast every weekday morning from 6.30. Let's Talk Property, a podcast series with Rich Harvey. Well, during COVID-19, large numbers of expats returned to Australia trying to escape the lockdowns overseas and wanting to reconnect with family and friends back in Australia. Now, thousands of these expats have returned home, but just how many of them are back permanently. That is a key factor. And what impact will this have on the overall property market? Well, let's see if we can find out some of the answers to that with Rich Harvey, buyer's advocate and CEO of propertybuyer.com.au. Good morning, Rich. Welcome back to the Friday Morning Podcast. Have you had a good week? 
Yeah, Craig, good to be on the show again. We've uh, had another interest rate rise since we last spoke, another 0.5%. The RBA jacked up the rates again, so we're now at 1.35% cash rate. So, uh, yeah, very topical week. You got a feel for those first home buyers, but it's a very interesting question. It's an interesting subject uh, looking at the expats. So, first question we know thousands of these expats have come back, but how many actually returned to Australia during the COVID period? Well, it's interesting, Craig. Um, a lot of them wanted to come back, but they couldn't get back because they were stranded. Mm. Um, and there was a lot of people that, you know, a lot of displacement and felt really isolated because their family and friends were back here in Australia and the borders were snapped shut and they couldn't get back. The trend for, for long-term residents returning used to fluctuate anywhere from around ten to 15,000 a month. But obviously during COVID, it plummeted, you know, to just a couple of thousand. You know, a lot of the um, the common destinations for the expats is the UK and London, United States, New Zealand, uh, parts of Europe and other parts of Asia. And, you know, a lot of expats love living overseas. But, you know, I think with COVID, it was just, you know, the call of home was pretty strong and they really wanted to come back, but they couldn't. Any sort of one point in time, there's, there's only a few percent of Australians that actually live overseas. You know, to get back, it's a long way to travel as well. Mm, yeah, and you talk about that moment in time. I, I think we're going to look back on this in 10 years' time and just say just how crazy was that whole situation. And now that we have somewhat normalised, how many of the expat Australians have now left and returned back overseas? Because one thinks that there's more that maybe have left. Well, that's right. I mean, we call it the boomerang departure. And, and you know, since COVID-19 pandemic really hit, we've seen quite a surge in the number of people going back back overseas. The actual numbers of long-term residents returning over the, the six months to April 2020, about 107,000 long-term residents went back overseas. And for a number of reasons. So that's quite a large number. So think about that number of people coming into Australia, 107,000, and then moving again. That has quite a dramatic impact on the rental market and, and the property market as well. We've seen that um, a lot of, have decided to go back and they, they expats love living overseas because it's a much more favourable tax environment. Like if you're a worker in Singapore, you're only paying 15% tax. So a lot of expats uh, say, oh, look, I'm just going to go and do my job for about three to four years and they end up staying 10 years or 15 years and having their kids over there or, and they often come back for senior school. It's a very common pattern that we see with the expat market. Mm. And one of the negative aspects, I guess, for people leaving the country is the impact of the brain drain on the Australian economy. This is real. What sort of an effect do you think that's going to have, particularly this time around? Well, we've got a massive shortage of labour in, in Australia. We've never seen the unemployment rate sort of dip below 4% in many, many decades. So, you know, the unemployment rate is, is showing that there's around 425 job vacancies at the moment. So that's just phenomenal. So the brain drain is real. And the impact is there's a critical labour shortage. And that's having a massive impact on our economy. So we're unable to deliver all the goods and services that we want. I mean, you know what it's like. You just go to a cafe or you go to a shopping centre or, or go to the airport, try to get through security, and it's a nightmare, right? There's just not enough staff at the moment to do all the jobs that they need to be doing. But particularly at the, at the sort of the, the more professional end of the market, it, there is, again, a critical job shortage. So it is really hampering our economic growth, and there is a really, really significant impact on businesses. So, you know, Australia does need to look at our policies, particularly, you know, do a, a proper review of all of our taxes, uh, but that's, that's a big ask. 
you know, a lot of expats will go, you know what, I'm sick of the the opportunities here. I've got better opportunities overseas. I want better experience. So I'm going to go. You know, it is having an impact on our economy here. And crucially, looking at the real estate aspect, what happens around expats entering Australia and leaving Australia? What's the impact on the property market overall, do you think? Well, it's, it's quite significant. During COVID, Craig, we obviously shut the borders. So our normal migration program was significantly hampered. We normally have somewhere between 160 to 220,000 migrants coming into the country. Those uh, migrants that come into the country, they tend to rent for the first 12 to 24 months, and then they usually decide to buy somewhere. But that tap was turned off during COVID. But what happened in its place was, you know, hundreds of thousands of expats decided or, or came home. And that kind of filled a bit of the void because probably around about a third of those expats decided to stay permanently. You know, a lot of them upgraded their their homes. But what we're seeing is that the both long-term and permanent arrivals is, is having a significant impact on demand for property. At the moment, the processing of migration is really slow. So the, the Home Affairs Office has got to get their act together and start processing applications. Once we really ramp back up to, to where we were, it's going to be significant. So so I think the expat numbers will, will start to stabilise again, and then we'll start to see that, that migration figure really, really ramp up. But we've got a problem though, Craig, and that is that some recent research by Charterkett Kramer uh, identified that we're not building enough apartments. Building approvals is falling. And so we are now entering another phase of property undersupply. We've already got a rental crisis in Australia. Rents are jumping up to around 10% and they'll probably go a total of 10 or 15% rise this year. And we're just not building enough properties. And also the students that are coming in, obviously the student tap was turned off during COVID, but that's now starting to ramp back up again too. So we've got to start building enough um, student accommodation and also enough accommodation for all the other expats that are going to be staying here. Yeah, some good points. And, you know, more than likely, we right now have many expats listening to Rich Harvey on the podcast outside of Australia. So what are some special factors that they need to consider, in your opinion, when buying property from overseas? Well, look, if you're trying to buy property and get your bolt hole back here in Australia... It's just too much pressure to put that requirement on your family or friends to, to go searching for you. So it is really important to get professional advice. But the key thing is don't trust the images and the photos and videos that you see from the selling agent. The photos can be uh, photoshopped and doctored to show a much better angle at a room look much bigger than it really is in reality. You need eyes and ears on the ground to go and view the property, complete the due diligence and make sure you're buying the right thing back here. It can be done. You can buy property remotely. We've done a lot of work for expats over the years and helped a lot of people buy properties from, you know, 500,000 through to 10 million. What we do is we walk through, we'll do a live walkthrough video and just getting a, a second perspective and eyes and ears on the ground makes a huge difference. A lot of expats want to do a renovation and trying to do a renovation remotely can be really tricky or they want to do a build remotely. But as you would know, construction costs have gone through the roof. So it's really important if you are going to go down that route that you appoint a good project manager to undertake that, that renovation for you. You do need to get the right tax advice if you're an expat and there are specialist advisors that can provide that. Also getting loans. If you're earning dollars in US dollars or Sing dollars or Hong Kong dollars, um, there's special loans. You can get multi-currency loans, uh, but you've got to watch that because you're exposed to exchange rate fluctuations. So again, make sure you get specialist advice. And we've got brokers that are based in Singapore and Hong Kong that can help you. 
Yeah, there are so many hooks to this for people to think about if they are trying to do something remotely. And another one is flooding, which you have to be so careful around. Well, it's, it's quite significant. We've just had massive floods again in New South Wales this week. There's been flooding in Brisbane the last couple of years. So you've got to be really careful on where you buy your property and make sure it's not going to be flood affected or adversely affected by some kind of natural disaster as well. Another thing to think about is, um, is, is foreign buyer duty. There's rules around the, your tax status and how many days you spend in Australia. So all I'm saying is, Craig, it's, it's really important not to just think about the physicality and the features of the property, but look at the, how you own that property, whether it's going to be considered your principal place of residence or whether it's going to be an investment property. But you can't go past getting that sort of independent advice on the, on the process. Good on you, Rich Harvey. Lots to take in, lots to consider, either in Australia or abroad. Have a fantastic weekend. Have a great Friday. Look forward to catching you back next week. Thanks, Craig. Have a great weekend too. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.